Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yeah, but it's a positive thing for the High Life, the Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. Delicious. This particular episode of the Shy Life is, is a little more abstract than usual. <laughs> okay, it looks like the hairy guy is ready to record. Three, two, one. Go Shy Yeti. Find out my secret. I think he has. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, I'm all right. Um, I'm sorry, the washing machine's on. <laughs> same old, same old here on the Shy Life Podcast. Uh, Dealey is also here. Aren't you, Dealey? <laughs> he is. He really is here, but he's not saying much. Um, are you alright? Are you alright? He's got his ears back. He's, uh, <laughs> you're on the podcast, mate. You need to speak. No? If you don't speak, then we'll, uh, we'll dub. We'll dub on a, a kitten. So, uh, yeah? No? Uh, anyway, um, sorry about the washing machine. I promise that when we come back after the music, it won't be, uh, uh, going quite so uh, so loud, um, but I, I just needed to start this episode to, to tell you that um, well, uh, <laughs> we are going to be sharing some time with your Uncle John this time around, and things haven't really improved. Um, he's still causing all sorts of mischief. Despite the, the shame inspectors still being on his trail. Um, and, uh, well, you know, you know what it's like. Uh, anyway, right. Well, let's run the theme music. And when we come back, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll explain what's been going on. All right. Run that theme music. It's time for my old buddy, old pal, from across the channel, across the pond. Bob Chandler, the shy daddy. He's not that shy. wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? But that boy, he's not all that shy and bright. Blimey, governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. He's positively glowing. <laughs> and we're back. I've closed the kitchen door. Washing machine's still going. But it's... it's. I've got a bit of biscuit crumb on my recording device. Um, but it, I think it's quieter. I'm not sure. I've had a just had a shower and my ears are a bit blocked. So I'm not hearing much um, sort of beyond... Um, my own voice um, so I, I apologise if it's um, louder than I realise anyway this is a very boring discussion so uh, 
Uh, where was I? Yes, Yeti Uncle John. Um, so I'm recording this on the 8th of April 2021. And you will remember uh, a while ago, Yeti Uncle John decided that he was going to become a magpie fancier, like a pigeon fancier, except that the magpies are in control of you. He um, looks after them, he feeds them, whatever else was going on. Um, and, um, and uh, yeah, and they are pretty much horrible and bully him. And uh, at least it takes the pressure off Dealey, who used to get uh, bullied when he was out in the yard. Didn't you, Deals? You don't like to talk about it, do you? No, they're magpies. They were nasty to you. Squawked at you. What you were doing was sniffing a flower. The thing about Dealey is because he's a house cat, he doesn't know about killing mice or birds like some cats do. He might pounce on a catnip mouse, but he doesn't know that resembles uh, an actual... It doesn't really resemble a, an actual mouse because when you last see a mouse, which was made out of some sort of patchwork quilt material... Uh, anyway, um, but yes. Deals, Deals got bullied when he was out in the yard, just sniffing the flowers. He wasn't, uh, you know, he wasn't being mean. He was just being there. And uh, the magpies bullied him. But now they're not. They're bullying Yeti Uncle John instead. But uh, anyway, apparently Yeti Uncle John has been busy um, sort of... Uh, I mean, there's this whole business, there's been this whole business, as you know, um, uh, with the shame inspectors. Now, uh, although he did cause some troubles with his magpie business, um, and although it's probably not to be recommended, I think uh, the... The punishment of the magpies was punishment enough for Yeti Uncle John, so I don't think that counted as a uh, as a shame um, thing. Yeah, a shame event. Um, so he hasn't had his third strike, as far as I'm aware. Uh, in fact, when we had a we had that gallery business up uh, on uh, Ganymede for August Evans, he he was very well behaved then too. So it's been a while since his second strike. So hopefully. Uh, even though his choices are, in a way, shameful or, um, you know, not to be recommended, um, he hasn't actually caused any trouble for anybody other than himself. Like when he conjured up that demon or, um, well, tried to, um, you know, sort of pass off forged uh, comics as genuine. Um, th those are the sorts of things that uh, probably would get him another shame strike, but... Uh, um, uh, but however, today uh, I believe he wants us to go with him outside, which I'm not that keen about. Um, although at the current stage of the pandemic, we are allowed to well, we were always allowed to go out, I suppose, but we tended not to go out because um, not very often because it was well, just <laughs> oh, it's just easier to stay indoors, it's just, just safer around here. About the only place I could go is the shops, or over to um, X uh, spaceship, or or more recently to get Uncle John's shed, where he keeps the magpies. And you know I haven't really wanted to, but uh, at time of recording, I'm I'm due to go back to the office at least some days a week again. So uh, if I'm going to go out for work, I might as well go out to support Yeti Uncle John. Uh, apparently, he wants to show us um, how he's. Uh, progressed with his magpie fancying and I must say in a way it's been good because he's been in the flat less 
and he's been hanging out with people while well, with magpies and I think he's pretty safe you know he's not mixing with with people I mean the only people he's allowed to mix with is us lot because you know we're we're in a podcasting bubble as they say but uh I must admit uh the weather so far in April has been very weird we had some very hot weather I believe because I didn't go out it's very hot weather around Easter weekend but then it was snowing um I've been off work this week so and I've been just working on podcasts and editing and and I've been playing a lot of computer games um which is all Mr Trowbridge's fault um him and Warren playing Fortnite I I I discovered that I could play Fortnite so three of us um are running around driving cars shooting things collecting objects and uh having a, a, a jolly old time but um so uh, you know that's been taking up quite a bit of of, of my my holiday time um i don't like to break it to daily that i won't be at home full time as of next week but uh, who knows who knows how long that will last but uh, but yes yeah, so as it is my my holiday at the moment the last couple of days of that i feel like i ought to go outside and if that means going to hang out with your uncle john and to see how he's been doing with the magpies then i suppose I suppose that's what I will do. Oh, Paul, do you think it's a good idea? Uh, what, to encourage him? Well, yes, exactly. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. As long as he... As long as it keeps him off the streets. As long as it keeps him off the streets? Yes, yeah, yes, that's an expression. It means, you know... I mean, I mean, he's not in a, he's not on the street. He's, he's in a shed or out in that uh, recreation ground or wasteland or whatever that place is that backs onto the shed. Oh, yes. Uh, my spaceship is just the other side of it. Just the other side of the wasteland, yes. Yeah. Um, well, they're supposed to be building on there at some point, but... Uh, oh, dear, I might have to find somewhere else to park. I'm sure there are plenty of places around here. Don't worry. I won't. Um, can't you miniaturise your ship or something anyway? I could if I really needed to. You could keep it in your handbag. In my, I don't have a handbag. I have a, a rucksack. Oh, well. It doesn't matter what you call it. No, I guess it doesn't. Um, so, yes, Ick and I are going to go over to watch the magpies. And then you're going to come to the ship with me and have some tea. Uh, yes, I will do that as well. Where are the others? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I haven't seen August in days. Presumably he's in the laboratory somewhere. He hasn't left, has he? I don't think so, Paul. But I think he's involved in some sort of art project. Oh, right. Yes, some sort of installation, they call it. Oh, an art installation. Yes, I've heard of one of those. And are Cromarty and Martin involved in that? Oh, it's possible. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Hello, hello, it's me, Cromarty. Uh, hi, Cromarty. We're recording. Yes, yes, I heard you. I thought I would come upstairs. We've been busy in the laboratory. Martin, August and I. Oh, uh, and Cuthbert? No, Cuthbert has been resting. He's doing sod all. Oh, dear. All right, well, I expect he deserves it. I mean, sorry, listeners, I, I can't remember uh, if you know this or not. Have you heard the episode? Um, uh, Cuthbert has been uh, helping um, Bettina Dupre with housework and stuff. Um, he's spending a lot of time over at her house, uh, but he's currently back 
So what's this, uh, his, his rest time? Yes, yes. Uh, I hoped we would get to hang out with him, but he's just been so exhausted. Oh dear, poor Cuthbert. Uh, he has been doing quite a lot, and that is a really big place for one uh, robot to uh, keep clean. Yes, yes, but she's very pleased with him. I know she's very pleased with him. Yes, I, I spoke to Petita earlier. Oh, darling, hello, how are you? I'm fine, Bettina. Um, uh, and and, and I, I take it you're, you're all very happy with uh, uh, Cuthbert. Oh, yes, darling, I sent him back to you for a few days' rest. I, I thought you ought to spend time with his friends. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, well, I, I'm, I'm uh, so pleased he's been of, of uh, use to you. Oh, my darling, he has. He's been wonderful, wonderful. Gosh, that whole business with the the spider's webs. So he, he he was uh, the hero of the day. Oh, he was, but that was my fault. I, I shouldn't have wandered into uh, such a sticky mess of them. I should look where I'm going. I'm not going down to the cellars at all whilst he's away. I mean, that's if you'll allow him to come back here. Oh, of course, Bettina. But um, I'm sure he's just uh, going to enjoy catching up with us all and probably having a, a spot of rest. Oh, darling, yes, of course. <laughs> well, we must all join up again soon. We're, we're supposed to be allowed to be, um, you know, uh, uh, socialising more, aren't we? Well, I believe so. And there's always ways we can uh, achieve that on the Charlotte podcast. Oh, yes, darling. Oh, you do have a way with you. <laughs> uh, I, I guess so. Well, always strictly within uh, the law, <laughs> oh, uh, I guess. Oh, yes, darling. Well, you know, not everybody has a space alien who can... Uh, sterilise them. Uh, yeah, no, right, no, th- 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 that's true. Oh, well, I- I'm glad that uh, Bettina is happy. Yes, uh, so what's this um, art installation of August Evans's, and how is Martin involved? Ah, well, it is uh, all to do with noses and sniffing and... Uh, uh, so, at the moment, um, we are taking turns to let August paint our noses. Uh, but he's doing it in in great detail. Really? Uh, well, you, you do have a very nice nose, Cromarty. Oh, thank you, Paul, thank you. Uh, and Martin has a very distinctive nose. He does, he does. That is true. He's, uh, he's a lovely boy. He is, yes. Um, so... I wouldn't have thought it would have taken, you know, so long. You know, how, how long have you been down there? <laughs> uh, it seems like days. It has been days, Paul, yes. Uh, but you see, he is doing it in lots of different uh, forms, uh, like uh, oils and... Uh, um, oh, uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know the terms. Oh, I see what you mean. He's painting in different... So, like, uh, I don't know, an oil painting, a, uh, like, crayons, pastels, that sort of thing? Yes, Paul, yes, I couldn't think of the words. Oh, well, I, I, I am um, not, not not the greatest when it comes to knowing, a, uh, you know, about the different types of art. Uh, but, well, um, and is this for some sort of competition or some sort of future exhibition he wants to hold? Yes, Paul, yes, yes, uh um, it, it, is, uh, it is quite something. Oh, well, that's good. You know what's weird? What, Paul, what's weird? 
I mean, well, lots of things are, are weird on the Charlotte podcast, but uh, what is weird is that I've almost forgotten about Damius the actor, and I'm thinking of August the painter, and and I I, I almost forget that uh, they, they they are the same person, and since August has arrived, and, sin- and since he's been down there painting, uh, it's almost like we've forgotten about Damius, and, and that we don't sort of try and pursue the old Damius. Yes, I know what you mean, Paul. Well, you know, if he's safe and happy, then we have him here. We know he is Damius. Uh, you know, uh, he is not some clone or some weird replacement. He, he's Damius. It's just that he is now August Evans. So why do we want to change him? If he, you know, he may change himself. He may do. Um, I know Bettina has decided that she wants to woo him, whoever he turns out to be, um, or whatever personality he um, finally resides in if that's that doesn't sound quite right but uh, I know what you mean I, I heard that you and Eek were going to go out oh yes Robertie we're going out and um, um, we were just going out the door we were weren't we yes yes but I, I, I just wanted to speak to Robertie as he'd shown up hello guys uh, how you doing you you recording oh yes Martin yes Everyone's here. Well, not everybody, but uh, yeah, Ike and I are going uh, to, uh, to to go and see Yeti Uncle John with his magpies again. We're going outside. Don't fancy it myself. It's not raining or anything. I just I've become quite a stay-at-home, I think. Yes, Paul, that's why you need to get out. That's why I need to get out. Well, yes, because I'm going to have to go out when I go back to work. Um, Martin, uh, how, how, how is this business you know, sitting for nose portraits. Oh, very good. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, quite a collection. <laughs> yeah, the noses of Cobberty and Martin. Uh, sniffy Martin. Yes, yes. You look like you're, you're distracted. What's what's going on, Martin? Oh, well, I just wanted to say to Cobberty, it's his turn to sit. It's my break time. Cobberty, uh, August wants you back down there. Oh, goodness, right. I, I will go downstairs. I'm sorry. Oh, golly, I forgot, yes. Uh, I think uh, he's going to make a, a sort of uh, a collage or something of photographs of my nose. That's right, yes. Uh, you're, you're to go first, then it'll be my turn to have my nose photographed. Golly, I'm almost jealous. Almost, almost jealous. Come on, Paul, let's go out. Yep, sorry, yes. We, we've got to go. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll report back about... Uh, about Yeti Uncle John's magpies, how, the progression, yes. And we're, go, we're going for a cup of tea at the ship, so I don't suppose you'll be free. But if you wanted to come and join us... Oh, no, Paul, we're going to be busy all day with this, uh, these uh, f- uh, nose photographs. Oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's a full full 24-hour thing. 24 hours? You need to sleep. Oh, yes, well, we will sleep, but, uh, you know, he can still paint us um, even when we sleep. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. But well, August August Evans needs to sleep as well. Oh yeah, well you know uh, these creative types. You, you you can't be sure. You don't know. You know you can't tell them anything. Uh, I guess not. Oh well, uh, have fun having your noses photographed. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Have fun with the magpies. We will, Conic. Oh dear, Paul. Oh gosh. I don't know about you, Ick, but I'm wondering what uh, what's wrong with our noses. Oh, well, uh, my nose is uh, difficult to, uh, you know, 
I guess so. It's never in the same place twice, is it? Oh, no. No, it's not really. Constantly moving. Mm, yeah. But I, I like to think that my nose is, well, it's, 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 you know, prominent. Oh, it is, Paul. But, uh, you know, um, gosh. <laughs> uh, um, what I was going to say is that your nose and Martin's nose, they're, they're of, of a similar kind. I guess so. Perhaps he doesn't want two noses that are similar, and Martin's is definitely the better out of the two of us. Yes, Paul. Now listen, I've got to nip over to the ship and fetch something for your Uncle John. So you go over to the shed and uh, uh, catch up with your Uncle John, and I'll see you there. Uh, oh, right. OK, well, you could have gone and done that whilst I was talking to Cromarty and Martin, but... Uh... I know, I know, I know. And uh, I forgot, I didn't think... All right. All right, uh, Ick. Um, come on, listeners, let's go and see Yeti Uncle John. And uh, we'll catch up with Ick later. Yes, Paul. Yes, listeners, see you in a bit. See you in a bit. Actually, listeners, whilst I cross over to see Yeti Uncle John, I might leave you with something we've pre-recorded, whether it be a quiz or a Sutton Park clip or, or something else. I'm not sure, but we'll... we'll whilst I'm just heading out there... Um, um, and um, have a listen to this, and when we come back, we'll be with Yeti Uncle John. And the magpies, possibly. Hopefully. Maybe. <sighs> All right. Uh, more in a minute. Anyway, um, uh, have a listen to this. Wiggling a bit. Yeah, no. Well, it did that thing where it it wanted to launch <laughs> several times, <sighs> and then I don't know. Sometimes when you join it for a messenger, it says, "You know, have you got Zoom installed?" I thought we'd know that by now. Mm. I thought you might have had that cat filter thing on today. But <laughs> <laughs> I, this is my this is my filter. I, I'm actually a hundred years older. I've got a funny finger and a funny foot. Oh, I think I've strained my. Say. I think I've strained my, my thing. My um, thumb keeps clicking slightly. I also think I've been sitting with my with my foot sort of sideways while I've been sitting uh, with my laptop because uh, I think I've gone. It's gone to sleep a bit. Can it move? Can you move it? Yeah, I can walk. It's just I'm a bit hobbly on it. But I think it's it's not like I had before. I think it's. Just that I, I tend to sort of put my sort of don't, don't put my foot. My, I don't put my foot flat on the floor. I put it sort of sideways. So I've only I've still only been out once since nearly two months. Yeah, I did well. Didn't go far, but I did go out today just for a walk around the the wonderful town. Mm. I've had a little bit of a well, clear out in the in the cupboard. Um, this morning, I found 
Uh, these cassettes. Yeah, cassette. Huh? Paul cassette. This is Joyce's. <laughs> this is Joyce's. Better choices than they had at that hotel. You can imagine what's on there. Is it 96? Yeah, we've got R.E.M., <laughs> Primitives, Beatles, Kings Curve, Morrissey, B-52s, Undertones, Castonia, Cure, Auteurs, Divine Comedy, Sleeper, Smith's, Amy Mann. Standard, solid, solid. And I've got six of these. I've got Matthew Sweet's Girlfriend. Oh, yeah, I got that and from Jane, I think. Julian Cope. Uh, what else? Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of, I think this is just a compilation. This is a tape, it says. <laughs> Blondie Beatles, Roxy Music, B-52s, Ride, Salad, Primitives, Boo Radleys, I love Boo Radleys, Amy Mann, R.E.M., Auteurs, Morrissey. Pretty, yeah, uh, pretty solid. More from the archives. Your Ma... Oh, up the Chandler record collection salad primitives cure <laughs> you've really got three albums here it's just the same comedy bread mice wanna dies castania echo belly tiger shed seven tiger I can't know what tiger was kinks ride curve boo rad boo rad I mean, boo radley's must be early tiger track 10 race mm, I uh, primitives and bits lots of primitives you know there's lots of good primitive songs I can't think of it oh yeah you got I've got race tiger again here oh dear sorry tiger race I'm going to type it in most of crown of creation by ride I'm going to type it in see if I look at it less later second single race it's their second single it's on the YouTube so I'll have a look later. I'm, I'm I think still... some of these were, yeah. and, then, and then the Boo Radleys, that Giant Steps album, and the, a Bread album. Mm. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, listen, bits on. <laughs> Nothing to play. Yeah. Well, I'll just play them on the, in the, on the internet yeah. if I choose. Um, my, mum, my mum's had her jam. She? The one my dad's had his. Oh, okay. Because the they get them done separate. Yeah, the cathedral. Yeah, that's nice. All good. There was an organ. There was an organist playing music as well. So Is there? you can sit and listen if you're waiting to be picked up. Do you have any questions for me? You find them? Yes. Let me find the quiz questions here. I don't have the uh, torch today. I've got a lovely, lovely new light bulb in. Oh, very bright. <laughs> It's one of those uh, frosted ones. It's not a clear bulb. Mm. Had to do it yesterday because the um, went when I put it on. Oh blimey! Uh, 1980s. Which Labour politician appeared in a 1984 Tracy Ullman video? Neil Kinnock. That's correct. Sometimes I think I can just shorten this question. <laughs> 1990s, which Manchester group had their first big hit in 1991 with Sit Down? James. Yes. 21st century, the top five single, Last Request in 2006, 
was the first hit for which Scottish singer? Um, does it say, uh, does it say 1990s? No. 2006. 2006. Somebody you think I'd know? Was it? Well, you've heard you'd have heard of them, but I'm not necessarily no, thinking that. that you'd know the music. No, I, I wouldn't know any of their songs. But it's a Paolo Nutini. No, I don't know. Well, no. the title of Son of Dorks' number one hit from 2005. Ticket Outer. <laughs> no, I don't know what you heard of Son of Dork. No, Loserville. Mm. <laughs> well, we're on safer ground, this next one. Which 1995 song by Edwin Collins has the initials Alpha Golf Lima Yankee? <laughs> Alpha? Uh, a girl, is it just called A Girl Like You? Yeah, yeah. yeah Sure, what it was called. Cool. <laughs> 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 oldies in nineteen ninety four, Louis Armstrong's "We Have All the Time in the World" was a top three hit. Twenty five years after it was used in the theme, as the theme to which James Bond movie? On a Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, I could. Shorten that question a bit. <laughs> 1980s. Harold Faltermeyer's 1985 hit Axel F was a theme from which film? I'm sure we've had this question before, or I've given you the film and saying what's what, what's the name of the, Beverly Hills the theme? Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, yeah, it's Beverly Hills Cop. Mm, I've never seen that, so that, <laughs> that's obviously implanted in there somewhere. I mean, it, it, some of these cards could be duplicated, I guess. Uh, in, in the 1990s, 1994, Christmas number one was E17's only chart topping single. What was the title? Stay Another Day. Stay Another Day, correct. 21st century, what? Which American girl group had a number two hit with Bootylicious in 2001? Destiny's Child. Yeah. Bootylicious, baby. Titles. Complete the title of Freak Powers, number three hit from 1995. Turn on, tune in. Um, something out. Um, shoot. Freak out now. Oh, cop mm. out. Cop out. Mm-hmm. Initials. Which nineteen ninety six or eight? It's very small. Which song by All Saints has the initials U- Uniform Tango Bravo? Under the bridge. Yes. Who had the original nineteen sixty seven hit with Lovers All Around? The Trogs. Yes. That card seemed very familiar. That did sound, that uh, did seem familiar. Yeah. You know how I struggle sometimes with, uh, with the acronyms without having them written down. But I feel like that was familiar. But then 
Some of these questions also remind me of some of the ones that we have on my quiz. So. <laughs> Here we go. 80s. Suede Head in 1988 was the debut solo hit for which singer? Morrissey. Yes. 90s. Which rock group had a hit with the song Milk in 1996? Garbage. Yes. Garbage. 21st. In 2002, Damon Goff had his first top 10 single with You Were Right. What was his stage name? Badly Drawn Boy. Still it is. Still is his stage name, I think. Yeah. Yes. Quite correct. Titles. Complete the title of Ed Sheeran's 2017 number one, Shape. Of you? Yes. Could have been of me. As an initials one. It's a 1984 song by Tina Turner. Has the initials Whiskey Lima, Golf Tango, Delta Whiskey, India. W L G T D W Y. What's love got to do about it? it seems <laughs> well, almost. What's love got, what's to, do? Love got to do? Got to do about it. It with it with it. That that apparently Bucks Fizz did the first version of that. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I thought I'd be a bit cruel. I was going to correct one of your tweets because you you call him Buck Fizz. <laughs> oh dear, <didn't> I? <laughs> yeah, all in capitals as well. Oh Buck Fizz. Oh, no. In 1997, this is oldies. Gabrielle had a hit with "Walk On By." Who had this original hit in 1964? Um, uh, what? Oh, uh, uh, it was, I tweeting Dion Warwick 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 yeah I'll give you that card because you pretty much got it all uh, mm-hmm. can't see when I did I can't see when I did Buck Fizz it's not one of my recent ones Buck Fizz it said <laughs> today, it's not today's post anyway you posted so many times about Buck Fizz yeah they're the covers oh, band. They're the covers band. No, the thing is, with, tw- with tweets, you can't correct it. Um, there we go. <laughs> 6th of Feb. Oh. oh, well, that's gone. Shy Yeti song of this morning, Rules of the Game, Buck Fizz. It's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see the mistake on the... I can change... No, I can change it on Facebook. Too late on Twitter. Corrected on Facebook. So you got an Instagram account as well? Oh yeah. I don't put it's probably wrong on there. Oh I don't put no, I don't put pop music on. I don't oh, put no. pop music on. Steely uh, doing. Sleeping. Being very rude. Very disrespectful. We'll be back out later. Yeah, I got a very loud very loud meow on oh, something I'm editing where he must have come in mid mid recording so I shouted about
Hi listeners. Hi, it's me, Paul. Uh, sorry. Um, dear, oh dear. It's really chilly out. Um, I've come across to, uh, uh, just outside, um, Yeti Uncle John's Magpie Hut. There's no sign of Yeti Uncle John or the magpies. And for the time, for the time of year, it's really blustery. Um, I did hope that I could have got some of the other regulars over here with me so I wouldn't have to be here by myself. I, goodness knows um, what, what, what is planned, what, what, what is going on. But uh, Yeti Uncle John has told me that he has concerns and he wants my advice. Now, he told me, I mean, he told me a number of things, but one of the weirder things he told me is that uh, he, he's concerned about one of the magpies. And uh, he told me to read up on mythical birds. Mythical birds? I don't, I don't know. So I printed something up off the computer. It's not very detailed, but uh, I, I, I don't know. Maybe he's thinking about uh, um, talking to Albert the Dragon uh, using some of uh, Albert's techniques with the phoenixes, with the magpies. I I don't know. Um, some of these I want to read up more on. We've got the the Abba Bill. It's a miraculous bird. That's what it says. A Dharma has healing powers, but peop- puts people to sleep and turns people into stone. That's from the Philippines. Aethon, eagle tormentor of Prometheus. Alconost, female with body of a bird. Uh... Alicanto, bird with luminescent feathers, which feeds on gold or silver. Not much of that around here. Uh, Chilean. That's from, yeah, from Chile. Um, Anzu, massive bird who can breathe fire and water. Well, not at the same time, surely. We'll put himself out. Um, oh, what else is there? Chalky Dree. Uh, the, the Chol. That's a regenerative bird. That sounds like a form of phoenix. Uh, uh, the cinnamon bird builds nests out of cinnamon. Doesn't sound quite as miraculous as some of the other miraculous birds. Um, the oh, apologies if I don't read this. This is a Hindu one. Gandabheranda, two-headed magical bird. Ooh. Um, the gamayan, a prophetic bird. With a woman's head. That's from Russia. Um, harpy. I've heard of the, I've heard of a harpy. Ugly winged bird woman. Steals food. Oh dear, oh dear. If it wasn't bad enough. Um, it's funny how they're never ugly bird men. It's always bird women. Yes. It's, uh, yeah, it's amazing how uh, like mythology <laughs> manages to be uh, awful to the women. Um, the the it the itsu madi, itsu made. I don't know how you pronounce that. It's from Japan, monstrous bird with a human face. The minokawa, giant dragon-like bird from the Philippines. The Uslum bird. That's Australian and British folk tales. All of these have got links. You can click to see more about them. Uh, the siren. Sounds a bit like the siren. Maybe it's pronounced siren. Birds with women's heads. 
luring men to their death. Yeah, serves them right. Um, the the Strix owl that ate human flesh. Greek. Uh, ooh, the Vukub Kekwiks, a bird demon. Uh, the Yatta Garasu, three-legged bird. Ooh, the Ziz, the giant griffin. Ooh, and the Zoo, divine monster depicted as a lion-headed eagle. There's some mythical chickens here as well. The Basan, a fire-breathing chicken from Japanese mythology. <laughs> what else? The, the cockatrice, a chicken-headed dragon or serpent, visually similar to or confused with the basilisk. The Gaelic rooster, a symbolic rooster used as an allegory for France. <laughs> okay. Uh, ooh. The Gulen Kambi. A rooster who lives in Valhalla in Norse mythology. There's also the the, the Hugan and Munin, two ravens that serve as messengers in Norse mythology. Um, the rooster of Barcelos, a mythological rooster from Portugal. The Sarimanoc, legendary chicken of the Marano people who originate from Mindanao in the Philippines. And the... There's, there's another Norse one. I can't pronounce that. Oh, dear. Oh, oh hello, Paul. Oh, sorry I'm a bit late. Oh, it's Uncle John. Uh, you made me jump. Oh, I'm very sorry about that, Paul. What are you doing? I was just reading to the listeners about myth- about mythological birds. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Uh, did you know that there are mythological chickens? There's a fire-breathing chicken in Japan. Well, in Japanese mythology. Doesn't surprise me at all. Have you ever met a chicken? You know, in an actual farmyard? Oh, dear, oh, dear. They, they can peck for days. <laughs> yes. Uh, I do have a friend who is a, a chicken called Ben. He, I mean, he's a robot chicken. He's a friend of Nick and mine. But anyway, um, enough of that. Why, why did you get me here? Uh, Paul, I, I want your advice. And... Uh, uh, I don't know why you're reading off that list there. That's not detailed enough. Have, have a look at this. Why am I looking at this? Well, you know, I'm just wondering. I'm trying to do some research. You said something about one of the magpies being different or weird. I don't understand. Yeah, it doesn't look like the other ones. No, I was wondering if it's a mythological bird that's got mixed up, you know, or has hatched and... And I, I want to be very careful with it in case it, you know, fire breathes on me or something. Oh dear, oh dear. This is why I wanted to have Cromarty or Ick or somebody else here with us. Somebody who might have some scientific uh, know-how. We could have got Andrew here, uh, Troby. Yes, yes, well maybe. We can get some photographs. thought if you could take some photographs of the mythological bird, then that's what we can do. <sighs> okay, so what's this? Uh, it's a bit more detail on the top five mythological birds. So I thought, uh, you know, uh, it might be one of these. <sighs> top five. Who decided these were the top five? Do they have a contest or something? Don't be stupid. Well, somebody must have decided. Yes, well, maybe maybe there was a competition. Uh, the Alkonost. In Russian legends, the Alkonost were the creature with the head of a woman and the body of a bird. It always happens that way, doesn't it? 
it's always the women. It's always women's heads. It's just mythology. That's how it works. So I hear. Um, those who heard its song let go of everything they had ever known. Uh, I mean, this is Russia, though. Uh, it's Uncle John. We're not in Russia. Though it feels almost as cold as the cold bits of Russia. Uh, are you sure it's... Are you going to let me see this bird? No, not yet, Paul. You need to do your research. The, the Alkanost had a companion bird called the Siren. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. They were both considered to be birds of good... Of good, good, good well-regarded spirits, protective spirits. Uh, the the Alkanos guarded for good fortune in the day while the siren protected it at night. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, well, it'd be quite good to have one of them. Although it does say the siren was um, seen as a bringer of death, while the Alkanos was believed to oh, promise eternal life. Oh, they're kind of yin and yang. Yin and yang? You said, like, uh, what, uh, weren't they puppets on a TV show? I think that was Zig and Zag. Oh, oh no. The siren. Uh, we've, got, we've got top five, and, and two of them are from the same family. In Russian legend, sirens have the top half of a woman uh, and uh, an owl-like body. An owl-like body. How does that... It just looks stupid, having an owl-like body and a woman's head stuck on top. I mean, it must have been a very big owl or a very small woman. Yeah, yeah, you're all right, Paul. Get, get reading. All right, all right. They're often depicted wearing a halo. <sighs> um, well, I think we've covered the uh, the siren. Does your owl look like a bird with a woman's head? Not exactly, no. Not not exactly, but kind of. Oh, for goodness sake. Um, this one, the Caldrius. In Roman mythology, the Caldrius was a bird with snow-white plumage that lived in the house of... I can't see that, but it didn't print out properly. Uh, it would fly away, something about illness curing the sick person and itself. In the, so the bird was ill. But it looks a bit like... Uh, so is it like a nurse? But it's a bird. Uh, some scholars think the Caladrius was based on a real bird, possibly a dove or a water bird like a heron or a plover. So basically, Florence Nightingale with wings. Oh, something like that, Paul. Um, the rock. The rock is some sort of legendary gargantuan eagle type thing. Um, oh, the, the extraordinary scene of the rock carrying off an elephant in flight appears in two Sanskrit epics. I mean, if you had one of these rocks, I think you would know. And the magpies would know that they... They would have told you. Apparently, the famous 13th century Venetian traveller Marco Polo reported um, that he saw a rock um, that had... Uh, the feathers were 12 paces in length. More elephant kidnapping. Has it kidnapped anybody? It's not kidnapped uh, a cromity or anything? No, it has not. Oh, take this seriously. All right, all right. So I don't think it's a rock. It's not a phoenix. If it was a phoenix, then we'd call Albert. What? It's not a phoenix. Maybe it's not a phoenix. No, it's not. It's not bursting into flame and being reborn as an egg. 
a shame because we can just have sent it to. Oh, look, 10 truly crazy birds. The Bennu. The Bennu bird was an Egyptian version of the Phoenix. Oh, yeah, I think we saw. So it's probably not one of them. Not one of them, no. Uh, the Anzu. Uh, the body of an eagle, the head of a lion, makes a change. Uh, it was massive. It was so massive that the only tree big enough to hold its nest was the tree that straddled the seven heads of the river of the sun god. I don't think... I mean... Well, Paul, I was wondering, there's the canal down there. I don't think that's quite comparable to the seven... Whatever, whatever that was. But what about this? The boobry. The boobry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boob. B-O-O-B-R-I-E. Boobry. You just want to say the word boob, Paul. It uh, usually uh, usually helps with downloads if you're talking about boobs. Um, I believe. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Oh, look. The boobry is a shape-shifting bird from the mythology and folklore of the Scottish Highlands. Well, this is closer to home. Rather than using its wings to fly, it more commonly uses them to swim through the lakes. That's weird. Oh, yeah. Well known as a mimic, the boobry will often initiate the cries of an injured baby animal, grabbing and drowning any adult animal curious enough to come close. Ooh, it prefers cattle and sheep, but will also eat otters if needed. Oh, poor, poor, poor otters. Could be one of them, then. Could be a boobry. Uh, oh, too much here. The Garunda. That's a bird belonging to Lord Vishnu. Again, I'm not sure this is quite the area for that. Uh, uh, Japanese mythology is known as the Karura. The orphan bird. Something to do with the medieval beastry. Um, yeah. Um, what else? Stifalian birds. Uh, flesh-eating birds from Greek mythology. Something to do with the labours of Hercules. Again. Can't see that really fits. The stridge. That's um, the stridge or strix are creatures originating in Greek mythology. Uh, something about cannibalism. One got turned into a Strix and was condemned to, to a life upside down without food or drink. Oh dear. Uh, the Lidurk from Hungarian mythology. Looks like a featherless chicken. Does your bird look like a featherless chicken? No, I don't think so, Paul. But then, if it's a boobry, it's supposed to be pretending to be a small baby animal. Uh, has it been doing that? Has it been swimming anywhere? Well, I haven't seen it swimming, no. I think you're... Really? The, the cinemologus. The cinemologus is perhaps the strangest. Um, it's Pliny the Elder. Uh, these giant birds built their nests only from sticks and cinnamon. Um, they, oh yeah, we read about this one, didn't we? This doesn't sound very miraculous. I don't think they'd find cinnamon round here unless they've been to Waitrose. The the hoopoe. The hoopoe? Yeah, it's an oddly named bird. It's an oddly named bird and it's both a real creature and the stuff of conflicting mythologies. In Arab mythology, the hoopoe is regarded as an enlightened bird that has powers of healing and also something to do with King Solomon. It rescued him 
and they shaded him in the desert, a flock of them. They shaded them with, they shaded them with their wings. Dear, oh dear. Oh, look, it's Uncle John. I don't see how any of this is helping. And there's only one of those that sounds anywhere near what you're describing. I think I need to see it. Come on, take me to your mythological bird. All right, then, I'll do so. Come on. Got to be careful and quiet. Right, I'll be careful and quiet. All right, come on, this way. It's a bit, you know, it's nesting by itself. The other, the other birds don't like it. All right, all right, okay. Okay. Come, come on, shush. All right, I'm shushing. Uh, the, the, over there, you can see the, the magpies. They're having their afternoon nap. Yes, yes, I can see the magpies having their afternoon nap. Yeah, uh, over there is the boobly. Michael Boobly, whatever you called it. I don't think it's Michael Boobly. No. Um, I'm just... Listeners, I'm just going to use my phone. I'm going to zoom in. I haven't got a binoculars, but I can zoom in with my camera on my phone. Oh, that's a good idea, Paul. I can take a picture as well. Show it to... Uh, uh, it's, but it's kind of strange. Definitely hasn't got the head of a woman. Um, I don't think so. Anyway, it doesn't have the body of an owl. No, it's kind of... Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's like a snake as well. It's got the neck of a snake. The neck of the neck of a snake. Um, okay, well I'm. <clears throat> I take a couple of pictures. I, I think. I, uh, yeah, Uncle John. I think I know what that is. You do? I do. I, well, I think I do. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, should I get my gun? Yes, Uncle John. You can't go shooting mythological birds. What, what? Why do you even have a gun? You can't have a gun. Oh, you know, it's really a water pistol. Oh, for goodness. You're in enough trouble with the shame inspectors as it is. I'm not in trouble with them. They don't even exist. Itty Uncle John, don't say that. You'll get yourself into trouble for saying that. Oh, yeah. oh, I don't want to talk about this right now. I'm fed up with them too. Oh, they're, just, they're just from podcasting land. Well, we're from podcasting land. You can't say bad things about the shame inspectors. You really will be in trouble. You know, shut up and take that photo. Yeah, Uncle John, please. I was just saying, I think I know. Uh, if it, mm. Okay, I've taken a picture, taken a couple of pictures. I'm going to show this to uh, uh, Ick and Cromarty when, when they get back from wherever they are. And and, and, and when I see everybody, I want, I want their, their opinions. Um, if Uncle John, I wouldn't say you've got anything to worry about. As you know that, you might, might go turning people to stone or something. Well, as somebody who has been turned to stone, and on their own birthday, um, I would say that you're going to be okay. But uh, it would be nice to see the magpies in action. Yeah, I don't know, not today. Yeah, they're freaked out. Well, I would suggest that maybe you leave the door... Uh, I don't know. Leave the door open and move the magpie somewhere else. Maybe it'll leave of its own accord. Leave of its own accord? Yes, I think it's just resting here because the weather's been bad the last few days. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Paul, oh, I was expecting some useful suggestions and you haven't really provided them. I haven't really provided them. Well, I'm very sorry about that. 
Um, listeners, uh, I've taken some photos. I'm going to reconvene with the others. Maybe we'll put something, a clip or some, I don't know, quizzes or some park or something until we come back. Oh, dear, oh dear, you're useless, Paul. Useless. I'm not useless. I've got the answer. It may not be the answer you want, but the, the, it, it, it is an answer. Oh, so you say. All right, listeners, I'll speak to you again when we get back in the house. Dear, oh dear. Oh, dear, oh dear. You know, I, I, so you think it's a boobly, do you? I, d- I didn't say that. No, I didn't say it was a boobly. Oh, I think it, I think it might be. just now doing this little show with Sassy and Sassy remembers that he has a cat because he, he got a cat a long time ago and it just I just never hardly ever referred to it again except for that one subsequent Halloween episode so um, so he runs into his cat because he's completely forgotten he has one and the cat like slices him to ribbons um, but then uh, a conversation follows and uh, you know I, I question Sissy well what well if you haven't been taking care of your cat who has I don't know maybe it's Popeye's Polly so they call Popeye's Polly who's away and oh I haven't I haven't been taking care of the cat he's your cat I don't and uh so then we, I think, this is the part I haven't gotten to yet. Mm. I think it suddenly popped into my mind that um, Sassy and I would go over to his palatial apartment and spy on the cat to see what it does and how it takes care of itself. <laughs> and they follow the cat out of the, uh, of the hotel, and he gets into a cab or maybe a bus and drives somewhere to do something. I just haven't figured out what. Okay. One thought in my head is he drives over to Quentin uh, um, Quill Mm. and just goes there to eat some of his mice. (laughs) 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 But I don't know if I really want to do that. But I just just think it it would be hilarious if they watch this cat, like, get on a bus and go someplace (laughs) to get his... Or maybe he'll just go to like restaurants and get takeout. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I had. I had I've got. I've got in my schedule of episodes. I've got episodes, obviously, that I've recorded, but I've got also got ones that I will be recording in the next few months, and and they're all muddled up together. But I decided that Yeti Uncle John was going to um, take an interest in pigeons, be like a, <laughs> a a pigeon fancier. But then I was just thinking about it, and I thought it would be much more funny if he decided to be the world's first. Cause, you know, Yeti Uncle John, he has to be the world's first and everything. He has to be. Mm-hmm. So if he, rather than a pigeon fancier, he became a magpie fancier. And of course, magpie uh-huh. magpies are like they steal stuff. They're really violent and. <laughs> they, they, they're certainly you won't be able to get them trained. Uh, so, uh, so I thought that would be a, that would be more uh, more potential for comedy. So, are mm. um, is um uh, I don't know if I if it's known as a sport or a pastime or a hobby, but are pigeons still a popular thing over there? I don't know how popular they actually are. I don't anymore. But 
Uh, there was a subplot in Neighbours where one of the characters, uh, who, who was sort of sort of Irish age, was, was, was um, had pigeons, and when and that character died, and his and his mother kept thinking that the pigeon that the pigeon that kept turning up in the garden was the spirit, full of the spirit of of, of his son who had been the pigeon fancier. So, so, ah. so obviously it's still, some, you know, in Australia certainly it's still something that it's not that unusual for somebody to, or maybe a middle-aged person to, to possibly do. It's probably a bit eccentric these days, but... Uh, I suppose. Yeah, I guess the idea was that you would take your pigeons from wherever you lived or wherever they roosted and yeah. you'd go far, far away <laughs> and then with other people who would be doing the same thing and yeah. whoever's pigeon came home first. Yeah, I so. guess I guess that's the nature of it. I, I um I've recorded another episode with Ryan but but um from Canada but but um it was a fictional one where we're on where we're in this he's on this he I decided that he, he won a raffle for the pod fading podcasters and, <laughs> and we agreed agreed to take him to a comic mart on Pluto on Pluto. Um so we it's a little it, it comes out I mean obviously the content is different but it's the sa- same idea as when you and I went off at, at Christmas on Christmas Day so mm-hmm. I, I uh, we go off to Pluto and and we've got the same sort of thing about the the food so and and, uh, and Ick's on uh, Ick's calling in on the intercom so um, I'm going to do that a bit more often I think because it's quite fun having guests on on the spaceship um, sure. but so I did listen to the first Ryan there and yeah he's quite quite cheerful and fun my old friend andrew who uh, i've got as you well, i've got lots of andrews but uh, my old friend andrew who you might you will have heard because he was in Sutton park clips um but he lives in berlin with his daughter now and and he's a doctor who fan but he's also mu- into music and obviously i want to get him to talk about some of the stuff that we did off Sutton park um i had to i had to cancel it well i cancelled him today unfortunately um when I thought I was going to have to take Dealey to the, the vet, and then we, before I knew we were going to cancel, and also then one thing or another, I thought the day was going to go one way, then it went completely different way, and I could have actually done what we were going to do, but mm-hmm. um, but I've been trying to get him for a while. He's 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 very funny, but he's also quite dry. But he's also quite qu- quiet. Um, not not like I've known him for like 30 years he was a pen friend a pen friend of mine to start with from wales and um yeah he can be very when you're with him he was never quiet with me but i wasn't sure how i <laughs> wasn't sure quite how he'd come over as, on a podcast because he isn't he's he's i don't think of him as being a sort of um uh, i don't know how he would how that will translate but we'll see but uh, mm-hmm. he's he's up for doing it anyway he's he's the one actually i don't know if you remember the clip where um, I can't think I've put the video up, but I've, it has been on the podcast. But there's one where we're shouting in a wood, and it's rain, pouring down with rain, and uh, it sort of—I think it was on that episode where I did the Sutton Park, the first hundred Sutton Park clips, and mm-hmm. with that recording from years ago, and that, that he was actually unusually—I think it was because we were soaking wet—he was unusually. Um, sort of loud in that, that particular episode but I think it's just because we we went for this walk back in 1993 on a summer's day up to this wood and, and the weather just turned and we got absolutely soaked and there was no way we could escape it I mean it, even on, even in the woods the water was getting through the 
the tree we just kept filming and actually made for a really good episode because uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> um i i mean how did you like keep the camera dryer was that not a concern no it was never that i was always a bit of a gorilla filmer um uh, <laughs> I t- yeah, I, that reminds me of the time you took i think it was i just this last conversation with ryan where he said, you took your camera you took your camera in into the swimming a pool. store in, in, no no you oh. took it into a store and the uh, guy said boy this <laughs> this is really run down yeah yeah um, uh, I, I, and uh, but yeah, I used to take it. I took it in the swimming pool. Uh, we, um, uh, did it when I did an episode with my brother, where um, I was being I'd been hypnotized to kill him. So we we filmed it in the and I tried to uh, I had to f- f- dunk him under the water and stuff. And mm-hmm. I took it on a canal boat, not not a canal boat, a uh, like a punt, like in Oxford. Um, and and uh, it was it was near the end where I knew that, that that camera was on its way out. So if I had fallen in, it wouldn't have been the end end mm-hmm. of the world. But my friend Robin was really kind of nervous that, that I was going to drop it in or something. But mm-hmm. I was much more interested in being able to get shots from inside uh, the boat. The last um, Super 8 movie, so this is like film, <laughs> back, back in the mm-hmm. old days... Um, the last Super 8 movie I did with my friends was a spoof on Jaws, mm. and my friend was in a swimming pool and, and a shark fin surfaces, blah, blah, blah. But I decided to wrap the camera in plastic bags so mm. that I could film underwater. <laughs> oh, dear. Let's just say that um, the, the uh, film cartridge, because that's what Super 8 cameras had, were cartridges. Mm got developed and everything was fine but the camera was never quite the same <laughs> no. i had a camera in about 2001 or maybe even maybe 2000 but it, there was a year the last year of sutton park i was also doing scripted stuff and sutton park started to which is why kind of sutton park drifted out drifted away in the end rather than ending with a proper last episode um mm-hmm. But I'd been writing these scripts and we'd filmed them and I've still got all the material like I have with, with Sutton Park but we never edited it um, and I had this, this new camera but uh, I wasn't getting on with it that well but then I discovered I was going to go to France, to Paris with Harry so I wrote, a, and he was in it so I wrote a, a, some scenes set in Paris which weren't in the original script just because it was like, well if we're going to Paris we have to use it and um, I did all this filming in Paris and then the tape got stuck and I couldn't Oops. eject it, and I Ow. had to decide whether I tried to get the tape out. Like, because if I sent it away to the repair shop, you just don't know what they'd have done with it. Um, but so I decided that the camera was worth sacrificing, even though it wasn't that old. I, I, I basically, I want. I got the. That was the only tape because I didn't have any other tapes with me. I couldn't do it all again, so I, I did save the tape rather than the camera. Um, uh, which I don't really regret because it was sort of at the end of my filming time anyway. But at least I still have the tape to this day. But mm-hmm. um, it was yeah, it was annoying to have to choose. I just didn't trust sending it off for them not to sort of just junk, you know, just pull the tape out without worrying about the tape. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah I, you would have you would have been taking your chances. Yeah.
listeners, we're back at the house. Got the photos developed. We've blown them up down in the lab. And, uh, well, uh, I've shown them to Ick. I've shown them to Martin. I've shown them to uh, uh, Cuthbert. I've shown them to uh, uh, August. I've shown them to, to everybody. We've all got slightly different opinions. But, uh, uh, Uncle John, are you ready to hear our views? Oh, I suppose so. What sort of mythological bird do you think it is? Well, we don't think it's a mythological bird. That's the thing. Um, uh, what do you think? Well, I, th- I think it's some sort of river bird. Maybe a goose. Uh, or maybe a goose or a swan. But maybe one that has a, had a very bad haircut or is trying to, you know, grow a mullet or, or tried a mohican and it failed. Something like that. Probably just very cross. Maybe it's getting laughed at by its peers. So it's come here to rest. Once the weather improves, I'm sure it'll leave. I think that's all it is, Yeti Uncle John. I don't think you have to worry. Oh, it's nonsense. It's obviously a boobly or, or a, a, an angry phoenix type hybrid thing. <sighs> um, Yeti Uncle John. Martin, what do you think? Uh, well, I have to agree with comedy does look like a goose or, or swan or something that explains the the snake the snake neck it's not a snake it's a well, you know swans have long necks that's from this you're right there martin you're right there um oh, i don't know what's wrong with you guys it's quite clearly a mythical bird ick what do you say well you know i'm not used to birds not not too much other than robins and magpies, of course. But uh, they just, just look a bit like a, an angry swan to me. Yes. There you go. And I agree. Um, August, sorry, I forgot about you. Uh, well, first I thought it might be a tengu. Oh, yeah, that's more like it. Oh, yes. A tengu um, has human and bird characteristics. Um, and its name means dog. In Japanese. Oh, well, yeah. Maybe it is a dog with a long neck and, you know, an angry bird human thing. Well, get young Uncle John on second thoughts. I look closer and I just think it's a swan. Oh, you lot, you're hopeless. You really are hopeless. Next time I'll, I'll you know, uh, I'm just going to... Um, I'm just... Uh, I'm going to have to cancel the newspapers now, aren't I? What? Well, I called the newspapers. I, I called I called the newspapers and I said that I had a mythological bird living with my magpies. And uh, I might have mentioned a spaceship just to sort of, you know, get them to come over. It's Uncle John, what do you mean you mentioned a spaceship? My ship? You told the newspapers about my ship? Well, I just wanted to say, you know, uh, there's a strange bird living with my magpies, but it's a strange area. We have aliens here and librarians and, uh, you know, private investigators, wherever you are, Martin. Uh, I wish you hadn't mentioned me. Yes, I wish you hadn't mentioned us too. And if you're not careful, you'll blow its cover. We don't want people wandering around his spaceship. He, he, he lives with us, you know, in secret. Yes, we don't tell everyone that I live here. Oh, get Uncle John. I'll cancel it. I'll say it was an April Fool's joke or something. April Fool's was months ago, Yeti Uncle John. 
unless I'm very, very slow on editing, um, in which case it might be April 2022. But no, it's not. Uh, it's Uncle John. Oh, I, I don't know. Has has your swan gone yet? It's not a swan. It's a, it's a, 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 a griffy harpy, ugly winged thing. Oh. Oh, for goodness sake, what a mess. What a mess. Um, it, I think we're going to have to go away for the weekend uh, until we know that the uh, the press aren't going to be flocking around. You get on the phone and you cancel them. How stupid can you be, Yeti Uncle John? I just thought it would be nice to drum up some attention for my magpies. Oh, did you, did you, did you write? Okay, well, uh, listeners, I think that's all we've got time for. Uh, I have to stand over Yeti Uncle John whilst he rings... The, the the newspapers and uh i'm i'm sorry everybody else that uh, it's been a bit of a um a waste of y- y- all your times uh yeah you know, I, I don't want the whole thing about being a private investigator you don't want everyone to know about it yes it's a very stupid thing next they'll be looking for cuthbert you didn't you didn't mention that we had a supercomputer under the floor in the laboratory did you oh no i didn't did i oh i should have done that no, you should not. Oh, dear. Oh, it's very irresponsible. I'm going to go up into space. Paul, why don't you call Ryan? We can go away somewhere. Do a quiz in space. Yes, maybe I will call Ryan. Oh, oh yeah, I'd, I'd like to come. You can't come. You have to sort this mess out. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, well, yes, yeah, sorry, listeners. Uh, this is all we've got time for. I've got to help sort out this mess. And, uh... Uh, I thought we'd got over the initial problems with the magpies, uh, and I, now I feel sorry for the magpies. Um, make sure that swan gets on its way. Oh dear, oh dear. Uh, anyway, sorry, listeners. We'll, we'll be back in soon. I hope. Uh, uh, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and whatever else we presented to you in between all this wildness. Um, but, uh, yeah, we do have plenty of other episodes in the can. We'll be sharing them with you very soon. All right, you take care. Look after yourselves. Bye-bye now. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Um, goodbye, listeners. Oh, goodbye, listeners. Yes, goodbye. Ah, uh, yeah, good, 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 goodbye. Oh, dear. Oh, yes. It's your Uncle John. You're a fool. I hope you didn't mention me. Oh, I, I don't need the publicity. No, no, I mean, you've really got enough attention with your art. But anyway, here comes the... Oh, right, yes, we're going. Strange, at least, anyway. 
walked out and uh, maybe I'll kind of quite liked it now. You seem to keep the magpies under control. Uh, Yeti Uncle John, are you talking to yourself? What? Oh, I was kind of. What, what are you doing here? I just wanted to make sure that the swan had gone. I saw your text. It, it wasn't a swan, it was a, a very rare goose. A very rare goose. Well, I hope it's on its way. It's on its, it's on its way, yes. Yes, it's gone. As I was saying, the kind of miss it because it kind of kept the magpies under control but anyway well maybe next time when you're not causing havoc you can show us how the magpies are actually doing yes sort of ran out of time for that this time didn't we yeah 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 we did yes and you rung the newspaper they're not coming over no they're not coming over yeah well uh i'm still going up into space over the weekend with ink yeah, it's nice for some. Oh, look, it's Uncle John, you're the one who caused this problem. Can't believe you rung the newspapers about this mythological bird of yours, or non-mythological bird. Uh, and I can't believe, even if you had wanted them to come, you would mention uh, Martin or Ick or... <sighs> Thank goodness you didn't mention August or Cuthbert. Uh, well, oh, oh. Just thought it, you know, it was time. It was my time. Your, this was, it was your time. Yeah, you know. Oh, you remember when we did that dice thing not so long ago? Yes, yes, I remember that. Yeah, well, I keep thinking. How much time have I got before I get run over by a skateboard or, or a taxi or, or, or whatever it is going to happen to me? I, I, look don't know that any of that is is real or uh, the other people everybody else who rolled their dices he told the truth yeah but you're the only one who rolled the future the potential future oh well i know but you see my time might be limited y- your time might be limited yes uncle john yes <sighs> um but you might have totally misunderstood what the dice means maybe we did something wrong Maybe we can speak to Tallulah about it. Yeah, well, just thinking that my time might be limited. Yeah, but even if the dice is real, even if the outcome is real, it didn't say you were going to die, it just said... You, I mean, you might just get slightly knocked by a skateboard or, or a taxi or what, whatever. Oh, maybe, 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 I don't know. Oh, oh dear. I just think it's, you know... I put so much effort into all my hobbies. I try and turn them into business things, and, and yet nothing ever comes of it. I, I want to be famous, Paul. I want to be, I want to be famous. Obviously, being on your podcast, it's not made me famous. And so I have to try other things, and it doesn't work out. And oh, I, 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 I'm just sad, Paul. Oh, Yeti Uncle John, don't be sad. We love you the way you are. Mostly, sometimes. Oh, thank you. Ah, oh, Yeti Uncle John. Oh, I can hear the theme music now. Please don't be sad. Oh, I just... I want... I want to be famous. Bless you. You're doing your best. i got to go now! Bye! 
This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Ooh, such mysteries. He's <laughs> crazy. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. I can't believe this. I, I, I can't believe it. Well, what's going on, yet, Uncle John? I've just had an email. I, I, I can't believe it. What, 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 what email? Oh, don't tell Paul. It's from the shame inspectors. Oh, dear. How are they sending you a, a birthday card or something? No, it's not my birthday. No. Well, I've had a third strike. A third strike? Yes. Listen to this message. Oh, oh dear. Oh, God in heaven, Yeti Uncle John. You've done it. What have, what have you gone and done that for? You've done it now. That was, your, that was your third strike, Yeti Uncle John. Do you know what this means? I don't. I don't even have any... Three strikes in a year. I this is... zero sympathy left. You cannot be out there earning shame strikes at this level of speed and 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 just consistency. It's heinous. It's oh, it's despicable. It I is. haven't come across this before. I don't even know what we do now. What happens? Does he go to Yeti Hell? I mean, do we it, have to shoot? It's the guy? worse than that. It's, it's, mu- it's much worse than that. Worse than Yeti Hell. Have you not read the ancient texts? I I stay clear. Of it's them. really. It is. It's dark stuff. What are we talking? Do a mime. Show me. Because he won't want to hear yet. Oh! Oh, God. I'm... I don't like to, you know, I don't like to, to bring it out. But This is bad, Yeti Uncle John. You need to get down on your knees and repent. There's no there's no atoning for there's this. There's none? No. There's no sort of the, loophole? The, the texts are, are famously watertight <laughs> oh, in that no. regard. That's there's, bad to hear. There's nothing. And, uh, and, and just in case, they are also very well protected against people retroactively editing them to say oh, that there is damn. a chance so that like so he can't has happen. he has fucked it it cannot happen it ca- there's no way damn well you should have thought about that yet uncle john don't say we didn't warn you because we did because we're the shame inspectors i'm isaac shame inspector declan shame inspector and, we, and that's our only job is that's to warn do. yeti uncles like you when you and we do it stray. well we do it well don't say we didn't try don't say we didn't warn you the rest is on you you made your bed you're gonna have to die in it that's what they say. Oh my goodness! Don't tell Paul. What they don't actually say what I did. Oh, well, uh, didn't you slag them off earlier in the episode? Well, only a little bit. I just said I didn't respect their authority. But you clearly do. Oh, well, the trouble is they do have authority. Oh dear. Oh. Uh, they might be coming for me. I'll have to go on the run or something. Oh, it's Uncle John, you don't have to go on the run. Well, I'm going to have to tell Paul. He's going to have to speak to them. I, I, look, let me sort it out. It'll be fine. Oh, I, I shouldn't have said anything. Look, if it wasn't slagging off the shame inspectors, it might have been nearly exposing us all 
to uh, the press attention. So one way or another, you probably deserve a third strike. Oh, that's nice. Well, you know, I'm just talking the truth, itty Uncle John. Oh, here comes Paul. Oh, I'm going back to my hut. Oh, I'll wait the inevitable. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him. Oh, dear, oh, no. Things just keep getting worse. I'm never going to be famous. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. What's wrong with him? Cromarty, what's wrong with your Uncle John? Oh, he just had a bad email. Uh, listen, I, uh, take a seat. I need to explain something to you. Uh, you're not going to like it. Oh, no, not again. Yeah, the Uncle John, what's he done now? Well, it's like this. Um, well, uh, I, I see he, he had an email and, uh, well, it's, it's from the shame inspectors. And, and well, uh, oh, I think it's difficult. got the weather forecast i was intending to go out one day this week but i don't think i'm bothering it's, uh, it's cold and horrible yeah, out there i want to go and do i'm doing it i did an episode which i'm editing at the moment where yeti uncle john has been decided he wanted to do his twist on pigeon fancying and he's done magpie fancying of course magpies are real bullies and really horrible and he ends up getting bullied oh yeah we've got loads outside yeah dealey's being bullied by them but i thought it would be a fun you know one of his type of things which goes badly wrong as usual um yeah but i'm doing a sequel episode and i recorded the start of it and i was intending and i will i will do this i want to go out and use it as an excuse for doing some outdoor recording um yeah and 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 have yeti uncle john and i in out out somewhere but uh, um i'm going back to work on monday for a few days next week so it'll get i I thought it'll get me back into I'm a bit creepy yeah. at the moment because I'm not going. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, um, we could we call magpies maraca birds because they. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've got genuine. I've got genuine magpie sound effects off. I found some on YouTube and I just recorded them. So I've got. I've got genuine. I've got genuine magpies. We were saying about pigeon fancying. We have this ongoing joke, which we've had since Devizes Road, is we we have a pervy pigeon who <laughs> uh, oh, there always seems to be a pigeon just looking into our uh, through the window. Mm. Uh, we noticed this with uh, Devizes Road, and you know, of course we got a bush outside our um, bedroom window, and and sure we 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 have any pigeon that sort of looks in on us and is automatically pervy pigeon. Yeah. Uh-huh. We love you the way you are, mostly, sometimes. Oh, thank you. I want to be famous. 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 famous.